Do it listen to it before. And welcome back, everybody. We are here with a little European prediction episode. Craig is with me in person, live in the flesh. What's up, Craig? Hey, how you doing, everyone? This is our first time recording together, actually, in the same room. It's exciting. Yep, and we're using our microphones, so the quality should be off the charts right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to kind of recap the the Euro group stage and also look forward to the round of 16 and give up, give you guys our predictions for what we think is going to happen. Yeah, we just finished watching the finished watching the uh the Denmark Wales game. Um so we're recording this in between in between the two knockout games for today looking forward to the the Italy Austria game a little bit later, but Clay, before we talk about um our predictions, let's talk about the Euro so far. What's has there been any team that's really surprised you? In a positive way? In a positive way, I think, um, even though they just got knocked out, Wales really surprised me. I think that when we predicted them back in, the, back in a few months ago, we predicted them not to even make it through to the knockout stage, and they came in second in a pretty tough group which with Italy, Switzerland, and Turkey. So they have positively definitely surprised me. What about you? Yeah, actually, as long as we're talking about Group A, uh, go back to the top of the, the list. Yeah, as long as we're talking about... Group A. I know we had Turkey going far when we did our prediction. Then actually, yeah. it wasn't just us. A lot of people thought Turkey was going to be the dark horses of this tournament, and they really <laughs> disappointed. Are they the only team to end with zero points? The group stage. Yeah, they're the only team that ended the. Oh, oh no, North Macedonia. Them and North Macedonia. But um, yeah. So uh, I was really really disappointed with um, with Turkey. Um, I, and honestly, that's the only. Th- and I also know that Scotland. We had Scotland going far in our predictions as well. We were being optimistic with that. Um, that was a hot take. That... Yeah, we have a lot of Prem players we like on, on Scotland. Um, but I was still pretty disappointed with only one point. I thought they could do a little bit more. I know it was a tough group, but... Um... Another team that really impressed me, even though they only they ended up finishing last in their group and they only ended up with two points, was Hungary. Um, you know, you saw them draw twice, once versus France and once versus Germany, I believe, right? And they really made the other, the other three big big giants in their group work for work for the points that they they got yeah i mean it all came down to the last day with hungary um they could have easily made it through um if something had gone their way but the games didn't both games ended in draws and we have france germany and portugal going through which most people would have predicted but you still feel bad for hungary um what else looking through here any other big surprises belgium winning their group netherlands winning their group Italy have been unbelievable, and we were we we kind of disrespected them a little bit when yeah, we did definitely. our when we did our predictions. We didn't give them the the respect they deserve because they have been unbelievable. I just saw a stat come up here on the TV that said what was it like a thousand plus minutes uh, without conceding a goal? Yeah, eleven game, eleven wins in a row. Like they've just been they've just been on a tear, and this is exactly the right time to be on a tear, right? Yeah, um, and happy for me because i just came from italy as you know so i'm <laughs> See, i'm support- yeah i mean i did my my big european tour so i'm supporting lots of these teams and whichever wins i'm gonna i'm gonna um ride their coattails so yeah i think that's all of the first impressions i've had so far i guess it's good for 
we can recap the Denmark versus Wales game a little bit, I guess. Um, good for Denmark. You know, it seems like it's a little bit of a, a destiny with the tragedy of Ericsson. the, the Ericsson, uh injury or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. Like Cardiac arrest. Right, yeah. So they lost him in the middle of the game, and it was really serious. And then now they only won three points out of their group, but they managed to finish in second, and now they are on to the quarterfinals of the Euros. So, yeah, it's a good little run for them. Yeah, um, and they're the only team now. They're the only team in Euro history to win two consecutive ga- or to score four plus goals in two consecutive games. So um, they're playing really well. You can see, I think, um, passion and I don't know, like a lot of emotion. sadness or togetherness or whatever. Like that can be just as strong of a driver, if not even stronger than like just talent. And that's not to say they don't have talent because obviously they do have a lot of talented players. Um, but I think it shows you like just how how much it can drive a team uh, when Definitely. they have something that brings them together that they're all fighting for. Um, and true, they're rallying like, around one this one figure in Ericsson, who also was a key player for their team. He was their best player, yeah. So in true Viking style, there <laughs> the Danes are rallying. So and it's hard not to support them. So I think anyone would, um, whoever they come up against. I mean, it's it's hard to, to root against them. So we, we'd all love to see them go as far as they can um, and make this some sort of Hollywood story. So, yeah, before we start predicting the round of 16, we are here looking back at our Euros predictions that we had made in episode eight, which was uh, over a month ago at this point. And actually, we didn't do too, too terribly bad, right? The only teams that we predicted to make, to make it through that did not are Scotland and Turkey and other than that we predicted all the other teams that come through but to be fair we did kind of screw up the the formatting and we forgot that third place teams can still make it through technically so. yeah we ended up we ended up with a round of 12 round of six and yeah. round of three yeah I think it was like the round of round of six or at the end of the round of six we're like okay this is something that's not right here yeah yeah but we had what was it a france portugal final which actually is not possible anymore but right france yeah portugal it was final. france portugal final we had france coming up on top but um it's not possible anymore um because they're both on the same side of the bracket i think yeah they are but um yeah not bad overall um for for everything we messed up only i mean scotland and turkey both did not well at all, but other than that, we... I mean, Scotland had a good game against England. They, they played pretty well then, and had a, uh, fought out a tough draw. That's true. Yeah. Um, Alright, so let's look ahead then. Before, before this next game starts, let's, let's get our knockout predictions done. Um, I, I think Denmark are going to go through versus Wales. What do you think? <laughs> I wonder if it's almost like you're looking into the, into the past <laughs> or something, but yeah, I think they will. So, I guess we should predict from the top down just to run through the the matches at first for everyone first we have belgium versus portugal which is going to be a battle of two heavyweights then we have italy versus austria we were just talking about how italy were on a tear but we'll see if austria can slow them down france and switzerland croatia versus spain which is i think is a pretty intriguing matchup and then sweden versus ukraine and england versus germany another battle of two heavyweights and then finally Netherlands versus Czech Republic and Wales versus Denmark, which, as we had said, just concluded. So, and Denmark went through on that one. So I guess we'll start at the top, right? So, Craig, we'll start off with the firecracker, Belgium versus Portugal. For me, I, I've, I mean, I've got to go Belgium. I've been supporting Belgium ever since 
before the last World Cup, World Cup 2018, when um, I really wanted them to win. I predicted them to win um, like after the World Cup 2014, or maybe it was like 2015 or 16. I was like, Belgium are going to win the next World Cup. They made it really far. They lost. They got third place. But um, um, but I've been supporting them for a while, and I feel like this is their. They're getting much. They're getting older. Um, like they had their golden generation for yeah, six everyone's years ago. saying that this is their last chance, basically. Yeah. Um, and so I, and honestly, I do think they are a better team than Portugal. As good as Portugal is, um, I think Belgium's better. Um, so I'm gonna stick with them. I think I had predicted Portugal to make it far earlier before they had drawn Belgium. And honestly, it's tough to pick against Belgium right now. You know, you look at their performance in the group stage, and not only did they win all three games versus Denmark, Finland, and Russia, but they only allowed one goal in all those three games, right? So they're pretty stout defensively. And one thing I was looking at was that the defenses of both Portugal and Belgium are relatively aging and relatively so. You have have Pepe in the back for Portugal, and then you have Vertonghen and... uh, Alderweireld. Yeah, Toby Alderweireld in the back for Belgium. So... You have some aging defenses and, and a lot of forwards. You look at Ronaldo, Diogo Jota for Portugal, and then also you have Lukaku. And I don't even know if Hazard's going to start, but they have other forward options that they can play and, and run, run in behind. So I think that we're going to get a lot of goals in this game. And in the end, I'm going to go with... Oh, man, I really want Portugal. I'm going to be rooting for Portugal, but I realistically think that Belgium are going to make it through. Yeah, I think even on form, like you said, Belgium looks so solid um, defensively. Um, and then offensively, they've, I mean, Lukaku, you know, there's still a good chance he could end, end this tournament top scorer if they make it far. He's looking unstoppable. De Bruyne just came back and, I mean, he's just back to business for De Bruyne. Hazard is still, you know, looking to find his form. Um, but they've got some really, really dangerous players up top. Well, that's top. the thing that if, if Hazard finds his form, I mean, that think, that means that Belgium still have another level of performance that they haven't even unlocked yet yeah so yeah i don't know i'm belgium all right so we're, we're picking belgium for this one yeah yeah i think we'll go with belgium here um and then italy versus austria and we were just talking about how italy are on, on a complete tear and i don't honestly i don't really foresee austria putting out much of a fight on this one i could see this game being over in the first half like two two zero three zero final score what do you think craig um yeah i guess we'll find out soon enough but i can't disagree with you i'm yeah i i think italy are gonna win this especially if we're i mean what we've been seeing what we've been watching they've done it for a long long time now it's not like they've just had a couple of good games so this team um the manager they're they're really coming together and they look they look very very strong so i'm gonna stick with italy for sure which gives us a belgium italy matchup by the way which would be i mean this top half of the bracket, you know, is very, very stacked. I would, I would say that the top four contenders in my eyes, in, in terms of Belgium, Portugal, Italy, and France, are all on that one side of the bracket. Whereas if you look at the big names in the lower side of the bracket, you only are left with, like, England, in terms Germany. of true contenders that you think would actually win it, you think Italy, England, Germany, who are playing each other, and then maybe the Netherlands, right? Yeah. So, um, but if I was to rank the 16 remaining teams i think one through four would all come from the, this top half and so it's going to be a dogfight to even get to the finals for all these teams all right moving on france versus switzerland um i feel like we're going to be in agreement on this one as well 
these team these, these games are a little bit easier to pick. What do yeah. you say? France I, and just move on or <laughs> I I mean I will say that France, even though that they ended up like they still ended up coming in first in their group, which was the group of death, they didn't seem like they're they haven't been like playing as well as they no. as they can. You know, if you look at their team on paper and I think honestly on paper they have the best team by far on paper than any mm. than any other team in this competition, but yet they I mean, yeah, they were getting good results. Like they came in the top of their table for a really tough group. But I still think I'm left wishing for a little bit more and I'm not sure how they're gonna unlock that. Maybe it's they're still trying to figure out how to integrate Benzema with Mbappe and Griezmann and then all the other talent that they have. But man, I think that France have been I've just been after watching them play, wishing for wishing for them to to, I don't know. I don't, it's, I'm just not as excited as I was going into this tournament about that. Yeah, they haven't been as exciting as as maybe you thought or anyone thought they would have been. But I think for me, it just goes back to like the same thing we were saying with Italy. Like that midfield of Pogba and Conte has proven now that what like twenty something, almost thirty games in a row unbeaten. Like they've just, they've never been beaten. Um, and so like that's happened time after time after time again. So even if they don't play exciting football. Um, they're able to, you know, control the midfield, and they're able to, to at least not lose. And and I mean, in a knockout stage, if you don't lose, you win. So that's true. Uh, that's um, the way it works, right? <laughs> so yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, they'll find their feet and be a little bit more exciting. But like you said, they're the best team on paper. It's hard to see Switzerland. Yeah, I don't think out. I don't think that this this is the game where France are gonna get tripped up. But I was I was saying that this is gonna be a really tough run for whoever is on the top side of this bracket, and maybe we'll see someone, someone beating them earlier than the final. Yep. Um, and it'll be maybe one of these two teams, because that's who they'll face, Croatia or Spain. Yeah, I, I think that, the, I mean, Spain really struggled to score before they uh, thumped. Who were they playing? It was Slovakia. Yeah, they beat 5-0. Them uh, but before that, they had had two draws. I think it was 1-1 versus Poland, and then a, a scoreless draw versus Sweden. And it's not for the lack of not making chances. It was just they were just blundering opportunities and missing penalties. And by the way, they did miss another penalty in, in the game versus Slovakia. But still, they managed to put five goals past them. And maybe this is the time where Spain are trying to starting to hit their stride at the good, at the right time. On the other hand, I mean Croatia. This is a team that is relatively old and experienced, right? And they put up a good game versus Scotland and then Drew versus the Czech Republic and lost no, to England. So I don't know, this is going to be an interesting game. I think that like in terms of the the talent and the reputation of the two sides, you would expect Spain to go through, but I think this is going to be a pretty a pretty tight game. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to to predict Croatia on this one. I don't think they're the favorites, but I think I'm going to predict them going through. I think they just have like you said they have that kind of experience and know-how. Um, they made it to the final in the last World Cup. These right. players are all older now. but um, And they have kind of that togetherness as well that we were talking about with Denmark. Um, they're a good group of players. They've got some, a lot of talent on there. Modric, Rakitic, Perisic, Kovacic. Um, all the itches. Yeah. <laughs> all the itches. Um, yeah, all the itches. And I don't know. I'm going to... I don't know. What do you think? Are you, are I, you I was, I'm going gonna, gonna to pick Spain. I, I mean... I just don't see. I I I, don't, I would like to think that Spain are going to be able to 
use the momentum after their 5-0 win to propel themselves at least to the next round and probably get tripped up by France after that. But I think that Spain are, are this is a little bit too good in terms of technically they they still can play that tiki-taka football. And as I said, they weren't, it's not like they weren't creating chances and maybe now they're going to start capitalizing on them. Okay, so I get for purposes of the bracket, so we can keep moving. I'll go with Spain then, but I do think Croatia are gonna win. Okay, all um, right. All right, moving on to the other. I'll give half. you the next tiebreaker. Thank you. All right, <laughs> so Sweden versus Ukraine. This is a game of two sleepers, I guess you could say. Yep. Like no one would have predicted that either of these teams were gonna make it to the quarterfinals of the Euros. Well, maybe Sweden because we thought Zlatan was gonna be on the team. Right, right. But once we saw the news that he was not playing for them, we didn't. I don't think anyone expected them to to make it as far as they have, and then not only that, but get a relatively easy draw considering who is, what their other options were. Well, they topped their group. Right, yeah. They a group with Spain, group. Poland in it, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, this is, I think, Sweden is, is just primed and ready to hit the quarterfinals. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's always, it's never a, you never have a tournament without, without an, a, sleeper. a surprising team making it through, yeah. Um, the forward, Alexander Isaac, who really... Took, he slid into the the striker role when Zlatan took his withdrew his name out of the out of the list. He's really stepped up for them. They have some other exciting players like Kuluzevsky, who plays for Juventus and Forsberg, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, they have some good te- good players. Like they have Victor Lindelof. Oh yeah, rock at the back, the Iceman <laughs> carrying them through. Yeah, is he captain? I'm not sure. Um, but big old Victor. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I mean, I think this is going to be Sweden, the only player... I mean, Ukraine, they have Zinchenko, who I can think of off the top of my head, Yarmolenko. But, I mean, for the, for the most part, I think that in terms of just recent performances, you have to back Sweden on this one. Yeah. Yeah, no arguments. We can go with Sweden here. Okay. Um, now the big one. England, Germany. All right, I want to hear your, your takes first on this one. Um... I don't know. It's tough because neither team have really... You were saying France hasn't really excited us. and They've excited us more than England and Germany, I think. Definitely. England. I think the first win that England got over Croatia was exciting because it was a win. Um, and they play, And then Scotland was just an absolute bore fest. It was, I, I don't think anyone enjoyed watching that game from an English perspective. Um, and then they looked really good in the first half versus Czech Republic. It was much more exciting. Um, much more fun. I think Saka provided a lot of excitement. He did well. Um, and then second half again, it was the kind of, they went back to being boring. Um, and so, but even that being said, they, they, as far as boring goes, they were still able to get the results through. And I mean, Gareth Southgate has shown that he's able to get through to whatever way it takes. He's able to get through to like late stages of tournaments. He got them to the semifinal of the world cup. He went to, was it semifinals or finals of the nation's league? Um, so I don't know as much as people like him or dislike him, he seems to be able to get teams through. So they have that going for them. On the other hand, Germany, um, like speaking on England real quickly, I, while we're talking about that, I mean, yeah, this is my big issue with Gareth Southgate. Like, yes, you can't really argue with the results. They finished top of the table in their group, and they only allowed they had no they had no goals allowed the whole entire group. It looks like so. I mean, but they all at the they same only scored time, two goals. Yeah, at the yeah. same time, they only scored two goals, right? So this kind of reminds me, honestly, a little bit of the 
Mourinho, Jose Mourinho, like, okay, it's not going to be pretty, but you're still, or Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's not going to be pretty, but we're still going to, we're going to get the results, whether you like it or not. It's not going to be fun to watch, but. Um, which is, yeah. which shouldn't be the way that it is for England with the team that yeah, they like, have. If you look at the quality and the exciting, they have a, a plethora of exciting attacking players. And for some reason, uh, Jane and Sancho can't even get a game in when, when this game against who were they playing last Czech, Czech Republic, Republic, they were supposed to be rotating their squad, and Jane and Sancho couldn't get a start. And even though Raheem Sterling was not that good in the game before that, he was their only, but he's their only goal scorer yeah. so far in the tournament. Um, There's just a bunch of different issues I have with Gareth Southgate in terms of the team's play style and, and a little bit of team selection, um, but. But maybe this is just a little grudge I'm holding against him for, for putting me through it with seeing if Trent was going to make the squad or not. <laughs> he did pick him. He did pick him, but I guess it didn't end up working out because of the injury he picked up. But yeah, I, I, you can't, as I said, you can't argue with the results that England are getting. But they just, when you watch them, they're just not as fun as they should be. Yeah. Right? And I think they can be, but we'll see. Um, Germany, on the other hand... I don't know. They've, I mean, it, you can't say anything about the, the talent in either of these two squads because there's just so much of it. Um, but even they've failed to like really like put down an anchor and show just how good they can be. Um, and I'm actually, between the two, I'm actually backing England a little bit more because what I said about Geert Southgate taking them far in tournaments because this team being more experienced than they were at the World Cup. Um, because hey Maguire is back um and he already in that last game I think you could see he changed the way they were playing he was a big part of them able to be solid at the back but like pushing forward driving into midfield playing those passes um I think he's very very important Jordan Henderson's back and he looked bright as well I'm not sure if he'll actually play over Rice or Phillips but um he's another option they can bring on and he's um, a good leader fantastic leader so. but I mean if you're talking about in terms of managers that can take their teams far in tournaments wouldn't you argue that low for germany he's done it before he's won the world cup with them right yeah but so that was that was in 2014 that was seven years ago at this point so maybe that you could say that's a little bit dated and they've dropped off since then and he, he's done after this this is his last right tournament. so maybe the, t- the players are going to be rallying around him and and saying oh this is our manager's last last go at it and we need to give it all we got not if not for us then for him Maybe. So are you saying Germany then? Uh, I mean, I'm still actually going to back England All right, um, just because I think that it's the fact that Germany aren't really playing a true number nine in the end is going to kind of end up hurting them. Awesome. Yeah. England's number nine has been struggling a little bit as well, but um, I mean, we've all seen how good he is, Harry Kane. Yeah, he's one, um, he's one of the top two strikers in the world. I think we all could agree with that yeah. between him and Lewandowski. In terms of out-and-out strikers, like those guys are... Maybe Holland's getting up there too. Yeah, there, there's there's a few. I mean, he's definitely at the very very top. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so hopefully he'll find his feet again, find some form. Um, and you know, you can you can argue it's not just him; it's also about the style and the rest of the team. But the, the team that England have, there really should not be any issues creating chances. And so, um, we'll see. Anyways, but I think England, aside from this game, they should be really happy with the draw that they've they've been afforded with. Because if after they theoretically win this game. The path to the final is relatively clear. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, the last prediction of this round, Netherlands versus the Czech Republic. 
Now, you go first on this one. Man, I, I wish that Jorginho Wijnaldum scored as many goals for the national <laughs> team as he did for, for, for Liverpool. As for, as, for Liverpool as he did for as with the Netherlands because it seems like whenever he goes on international duty that he he scores goals for them and I mean he did he obviously does not do that as much. Maybe he has a different role and mm. he definitely has a different role in the Liverpool team than he does with the Netherlands. But yeah, I mean I think Netherlands looked really good. I think they were one of the teams that were Honestly, one of the most impressive ones, especially I was kind of down on their chances after Van Dyke announced that he was not going to be taking a part part in the in the Netherlands games, but or in the Euros. But they won all of their games in the group and they finished top of the table, right? So I'm going to back Netherlands on this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. As much as I as much as I like the Czech Republic, um, primarily because I was. I was back in West Ham in the Prem, and they have Suchek <laughs> and Sufal on their team, um, and a couple other exciting players. I think I just spent six months in the Netherlands, and so I got some. You got to root for them. You gotta I got some them. bias for them there, and even other than that, they they've looked mm-hmm. fantastic this tournament. Um, Depay just got his big move to Barcelona. Maybe that'll make him play even better than he has been. Um, and they have what's his name? Oh, Denzel the, Dumfries. Yes, yes Dumfries. Yeah, yeah. yeah, who's been who's looked exciting. Yeah. Um, lots of exciting players. Ronaldo pitching in from the middle. De Jong, De, Long, De Jong, De Ligt. Um, yeah. So looking good. Um, I think we we have to pick them. All right. All right. So let's work our way back up from the bottom now. Okay. So let's start Netherlands versus Denmark. Oh boy. Yeah. This is where I think that Denmark's magical run ends. Ends. And yeah. You gotta. I'm gonna back Netherlands for all the same reasons that we said that Czech Republic weren't going to win in terms of just lack of quality in the team. I think that Denmark, even though they have some good players, I think they're going to... This is a point where they're going to miss Ericsson. Yeah. Um, I feel bad, but I think I'm going to go with the Netherlands as well. Um, yeah, not too much to add. Sweden versus England. I mean, we were talking about how England's path to the final was pretty clear, and this is pro- pretty much wise because they have... Uh, one of the easier uh, quarterfinal draws, and I think it has to be England here. Yep. Um, so then we'll have an England-Netherlands semifinal on one half, and on the other half of the bracket, oh, we've got two big games, Belgium-Italy and France-Spain. Where do we start? Uh, let's start with France-Spain, because we're working our way up. What do you think oh, about yeah. this game? Oh, boy. I, I don't know what to think. I'm, I'm going to go with France just because... Like you said, they're so, and I'm watching the Italian national team or the yeah, sing their national anthem. Oh man, it's always a spectacle. With as, much, with as much passion as they always do, that's why I'm laughing. But um, I'm gonna go with France just because, like you said, they're so strong on paper, and it's hard. It's just hard for me to root against against the team, and we all saw how good they are in the World Cup. Um, and they're still not old or anything like Belgium. They've still got they still a lot of youth, yeah, a lot of like people just in their prime, actually, players in their prime. So. Yeah, I'm going to go with France. I have to agree with you. I think that even though France, to this point, haven't haven't performed as to what our expectations would be for them, at the same time, they are, maybe at this point, when they're another game in, and now they're playing Spain in the quarterfinals, then they take up their, their game a little, a little bit, because maybe they were cruising in the group stage, because they kind of just figured that they are going to make it through. Because at mm-hmm. this point, they've, They've been there, you know. They they are are all going to take it seriously when the stakes get even higher. So I think at this point the stakes are high, and France are going to go through on this one. 
All right, Belgium versus Italy. Actually, interesting. I was just looking at the lineups, and looks like Locatelli is not playing or starting for Italy. Who's been one of their exciting players of this tournament? Um, interesting decision, but um, Belgium versus Italy. Oh, this is tough. Because I'm, I really, I'm really rooting for both of these teams here, <laughs> but I can't. I really hate the way that the bracket fell. I really. Oh don't. yeah. I don't like it at all. But I mean, that's I guess the way the cookie crumbled. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, what do you think, Greg? Oh, I want Belgium to win so bad, but Italy looks so strong. Uh I don't know. I think. Oh, I can't. I can't do this one. I think Italy. No, Belgium. I'm going to stick with Belgium. For some reason, I, I don't know. I think logically I want to say Italy, but maybe because it's, I'm biased and I really want Belgium. I've wanted Belgium to win a major tournament. I don't know. My heart's saying Belgium. Yeah, I think this is the, this is the last, last hurrah, I guess you could say. It's pretty much, everyone's pretty much acknowledging that this is Belgium's last chance at capitalizing on the the like abundance of talent that they have now um but i i'm gonna go with italy just because i think that we we've seen italy play poorly and we've seen italy play really well but they have i think they're hitting their stride at the exactly the right time and they have the passion and they have a lot of good experienced leaders on their team not to say that belgium doesn't but uh, you had to have a little bit of magic sometimes, and maybe that's going to come in with the Italians today. But since I gave you, or since you gave me the Croatia versus Spain match, I'm going to give you the Belgium versus Italy one. Yeah, and we can predict. I don't even Belgium want it. Go through. I'm happy. I'm so happy to let Italy go through. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really don't know where to go on this one, but I think I'm going to go with Italy. But let's go Belgium. Let's go Belgium. All right. Um. Yeah. And- Which leaves us with another terrible. <laughs> terribly tough decision in terms of belgium versus france yeah um all right we'll, we'll start with england versus netherlands let's start with there uh what do you think netherlands here or what do you think england's luck ends in the semifinals again or man 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 i just don't foresee netherlands making the finals but then you look at the who they have to beat and they can, yeah, beat, they they can have, beat England. They, can they beat definitely England. can, exactly. Like this, they haven't lost yet, so. Uh, I think I'm going to, I don't know, I don't know. I think that I don't know. everyone's going to say it's coming home at this point, you know, but. They said, it, they said it at the World Cup. Actually, I'd love to point out, I just noticed, our, our semifinalists, France, Belgium, England, Netherlands, three of those were semifinalists in the last World Cup as well. So That's we've true. Croatia, Some, we just had Croatia instead of Netherlands. Um, something's ever changed. Yeah, and. You know, we could still end up, we could very easily end up with France in the finals and a Belgium versus England third place match again, just <laughs> like we did in the World Cup. Uh, what do you think? England versus Netherlands? I'm going to, I'm going to say, say Netherlands. Uh, oh, oh, man. Oh, boy. Man. I would say England just because I think, like I said, it seems like they're kind of, they're, they're fighting with one hand behind their back at this point in the South Cape, can't figure out the team, the team selection that best suits them in big games that they can and i think that starts with playing jack grealish and sitting raheem sterling even though he's their only goal scorer so far there is a little a few tactical switches i would make with them and allow them to be more expansive and more attacking and maybe the games versus germany and sweden will allow them to kind of figure out their their recipe and 
I think that England are going to make the final. Ooh, this is. I mean, I'm happy to. Um, I'm happy to concede this one. I, I, I would say Netherlands. Um, I, I don't think England have shown us enough. I, th- I don't think they've shown us anywhere near enough yet for to deserve them or to earn them a place in the finals in our predictions. But um, once they beat Germany, then. I don't know. It's hard to see them losing to Sweden, and then they're in the semifinals, and all of a sudden, it's like okay, it's anyone's yeah, game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, we have them in the finals now. I do think Netherlands will win, will win, but I think we can go with England. But it's it's so it's just as likely as well that England are going to lose their game on Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. They won't even be anywhere close to the finals. Um, I guess maybe if we put it that way, Clay, I think there's more. I think. Like oh, I would, maybe we should choose Netherlands just because it's possible that England were. Well, that's gonna... what I just feel like. I'm not saying we need to, but I'm just saying. I that, like, like that. I like that. I think like I would bet a lot more money on Netherlands. Netherlands even being Netherlands. Netherlands. <laughs> I would bet a lot more money on Netherlands even being in the semifinals than I would on England. Definitely because of the Germany game and Netherlands is playing the Czech Republic and then Denmark. Yeah, I I like that just because we can limit our possible loss, especially yeah. if if Germany beat them uh in a damage control right yeah yeah i like that i like that oh belgium versus france Oof. What this is think? one where i could flip a coin and it could be anyone uh, yeah, yeah one's been more impressive um but i was gonna say what i was gonna say belgium's been more impressive but france is strong on paper but they they aren't even because belgium's the number one ranked team in the world so um i think i mean I you know. just made the argument for belgium right there like they're, yeah. they're the number one team in the world for a reason. And and they've been more impressive. Yeah, and I think that, honestly, losing Dembele, because he's now out for the whole entire tournament, mm. now they're a little bit... I mean, okay, this is all relative, right? So France still have a lot of good attacking oh, yeah. talent <laughs> in the, on the bench, but he was their first attacker usually off the bench to to provide a spark, and now they lost him. And mm. I think that um, what now they're playing Kingsley Coman instead of him, so... Who's still an amazing player to have coming off the bench for yeah. you. But I think I'm going to go with Belgium here. They're the number one team in the world. And France, at this point, haven't shown that they are at the level at the same level as they were when they won the World Cup. But as I said, we can flip a coin on this one, and it could go either way. Yep, I'm happy to back that. And Honestly, you... I really hope that this, these games happen because there's going to be so, so, many, so many good ones. And I am very happy with the way this has ended up because we have a Netherlands-Belgium final. and. I just came back from six months in the very <laughs> south of the Netherlands. I was two kilometers away from, from Belgium, where I spent some time as well. So two countries that I'm now very familiar with um, and pleased to support. And we, we have them both in the final. So very happy with that. Um, but I think now it, we have to decide. Yeah, I I think, you have to disappoint one of them. I mean, I, you, I, I think you know my answer. I, I, I've got to go with Belgium. Yeah, I think like I th- said. If Belgium end up being France, I think that Netherlands are a significantly weaker opponent than France would be. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that for uh, however as good as Netherlands are, Belgium is definitely going to, or not definitely, I could say. But I would predict that Belgium are going to win. They're going to win, yeah. If they make it there, I think they'll win. Um, so, wow. We... We have some really exciting games coming up then. Yeah. Really exciting. Good predictions, hopefully. We thought we'd make good predictions. Well, we, we, made, we, we actually were fine. We were, yeah, pretty we were, okay. we were pretty good. Hopefully, hopefully we, did, we did even better this time. I'd love to see. What if we got, what if we got them all right? 
That would that be would nuts. be crazy. I think if we get them all right, we'll do some sort of like we'll a, have to do something to celebrate. Some of the celebration. <laughs> we'll have all the winners call onto the show or something <laughs> like that. We also still are waiting for some uh, for some acceptance speeches for our end of season awards. But you know, yeah. a lot of these players are still playing in the Euros, so it's understandable. They're busy guys. Yeah, um, we might be waiting on those for for a while. But... Yeah, but I know we'll, we'll figure something out. If we get them all right, then we'll do something something crazy. But yeah, we'll we'll I guess we'll be back sometime soon and we're recapping the the round of 16 and looking forward to the quarterfinals and hopefully we'll just be able to to reuse our bracket that we used um so yeah until next time thanks guys